Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. <laughs> Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Ooh yeah. Pump tape. This is my America. That's right. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. It is Hump Day, and we're fighting for America every night of the week here, whether it's Hump Day or not. And how are we going to get over the hump tonight? We've got a couple of great guests for you guys, breaking it down for you all the latest hot topics of the day. And let me tell you, it is getting hot out there. The fight for America is. And let me tell you, the real battle, the war, is for the hearts and the souls and the minds of the children. And y'all not going to believe tonight who's actually leading the battle for this. We've got explosive audio for you guys on that. We also have back uh, for his regular visits with us. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be here and talk about a bombshell, babies. There was a bombshell piece of evidence with more to come from Senators Grassley and Johnson that cannot be denied by the FBI and the DOJ, causing speculation by many to wonder, what's up with the, with this situation? Somebody trying to push Joe Biden out? We're going to be talking about that and more with Congressman Biggs. There might actually be a little piece of good news that I can share with y'all to get you over the hump tonight. There was something called the Secure 2.0 Act that has to do with retirement. So in tonight's News You Can Use segment, we're going to share with you the details on that, what you need to know, because I know that right now when people are paying $7 a gallon of gas, people don't know how, you know, the price of everything then is skyrocketing. People are really worried, especially about retirement. And this might actually be, I was looking for some negative in this, and I'm not sure I could find it, but I got Financial Thought Dr. Dave Elhoff is going to be here. And I actually think that this might be a legit little piece of good news for you guys, at least in in the financial situation. So we're going to share that with you guys. And then later on in the show, I hadn't really reported on it. I hadn't really done any segments on, speaking of explosive, the explosive allegations by young uh, Madison Cawthorn. And uh, there's breaking news on that today. And if y'all know the story I'm talking about, it's it talk about salacious. And I didn't report on it because since there was no evidence surrounding it, I wasn't really sure what to think of it. Well, there's been kind of a little investigation done, and we're going to share with you the results of that later on in the show. 888-344-1170 if you would like to weigh in on that and any topics of the day, it, whether it's one that I've, that I've mentioned here or not, give us a buzz. 888-344-1170, the man who would take your call. The grease that keeps the show rolling every night of the week is here with me. And of course, I'm talking about none other than DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Piggybacking off the amazing news that Andrea Kay starting next Monday yeah. is on for two hours. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's the best news. We're going to continue the fight. We're extending the fight beyond just 7 p.m. Speaking of fight, um, I didn't know that we had a battle on our hands 
with an, an organization, a corporation that has brought so much joy to my life, to my family's lives. Yeah, when you and I love them. Oh my gosh. I have pictures of me and my brother and my sister as little kids in front of the floral ears at Disneyland. I have a picture of me and my brother and my sister as little kids the the first month that that the Magic Kingdom and Disney World opened, I think we were one of only about 10 people standing on Main Street. I have grown up loving, I, I wasn't as obsessed with um, some of the Disney characters in the, in the movies as, as my sister, older sister was. Um, I was really more about the rides and loved Disney and Disneyland. I used to buy passes for the boys and I every yeah. single year when they were growing up. Um, so, but but I've, I did love the movies, particularly I've got nieces that just, you know, what girls didn't dream about, you know, and, and all, my nieces all wanted to go to Disneyland wearing their little their little princess dresses and have princess parties and we've known for a while that and we've and particularly on Fridays when we do our education segment we know that the, that the battle for get for the country is really centered on the minds of children I didn't really have any idea for how long nor did anybody I know have any idea how the Disney Corporation has been working behind the scenes to push not just indoctrinate liberalism but actually to push transgenderism and all this gender dysphoria stuff on children and there was some some videos Christopher Rufo has been doing some of the greatest reportage he's one of the last few journalists left and he did a deep dive and somehow managed to get some behind the scenes i guess there's you know disney has got there's a lot of different you know um parts of the disney corporation and somehow he managed to get some video out of top executives holding meetings and discussing their agenda and we're going to start with the first one which is carrie burke I'm here as a mother of of two queer children, actually, Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child um, and and also as a leader. Um, And that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak um, not just for myself but for them uh, to all of us we, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where um, again the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said you know we only have a handful of queer leads in our content and I went what I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories. And 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters. First of all, let me talk about the fact that she's got multiple kids 
who are and uh, multiple kids that she's got a trans kid. She's got a, a queer kid, which I don't even know what that definition is anymore. It used to be LGB, right? The le- lesbian, gay and bisexual. Now it's Q and then it's T and then it's I and it's A. They just continue to try to wordsmith and come up with words to justify whatever it is. Their psychosis is. Somebody pointed out a good point today that this is this is literally gay LBGTQIA gender conversion being pushed on children. If you are a parent that has every one of your kids and, we, and the word pansexual was never even any, anything that, that is that is completely new and manufactured. If you have multiple children, children that are trans, queer, pan, whatever all this is, you're pushing this in the home. That can only be the way that that is happening. That's what strikes out at me because I've got gay friends and not one of them has a bunch of siblings that also have all of this questioned and this mishmash because what they're doing now is they're just completely slicing and dicing it up, right? Remember how it used to be you were born with your sexuality. You were either born straight or you're born gay, right? Now it's whatever they want it to be as they have to continue to try to expand the alphabets here to get more and more and more people under the umbrella. Somebody brought out a good term today and they called it a mass psychosis of gender Munchausen syndrome by proxy. And if you know anything about Munchausen by proxy, that's exactly what's going on with here with this woman, because she has recruited her children and pushed this stuff on her children. Because if let me tell you, if you're going to you got three or four, four children and you're pushing this on them with all these different identity groups out there with all these characters, you're going to have a four year old that says, mommy, I'm this. You're going to have a three year old that says, I'm a cat. You're going to have, they're, they're going to glom on to these different options that you're pushing on your children, right? And then because she's pushed this on her children, now she wants the Disney Corporation to be pushing this on all your children. So somebody else mentioned a good point that this is LBGTQIA conversion therapy. Disney also uh, came out with a policy that while they are attacking and what they're calling the don't say gay bill now at the parks, I don't know if you know about this skins or noticed the last time you were there, nobody worker there or none of the announcements are allowed to say, sir, ma'am, ladies, gentlemen, boy, girl. So you can't, so they're, they're supposedly against somebody telling you, which isn't even true. It's not even a part of the bill that you can't say gay, but now they're denying people the right to use gender specific terms, but it gets even worse. We've got to, I want to play this next clip for you guys. Space. Yeah. Um, I've had the privilege of working with the moon girl team for the last two years and they've been really open to exploring queer stories and part of I'm on the production side. Uh, part of uh, the work that I feel like I can put in is um, making sure that we take place in modern day New York. So making sure that that's like an accurate reflection of New York. So I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like, oh, all of our like gender nonconforming characters are in the background. And so it's not just a numbers game um, of how many LGBTQ plus characters you have. We got the further, uh, the, the more centered a story is on a character, the more nuanced you get to get into their story. And especially with like trans characters, you can't see if someone is trans. There's not one way to look trans. And so kind of the only way to have these like canonical 
trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves. I, I, I have to stop this because I don't even know what the heck canonical is. I mean, the, the, the twisting themselves into a pretzel to come up and craft words that they push out as legitimate in defiance of science, in defiance of normality, in defiance of the Judeo-Christian principles and values for which this country was founded so that they can push their deviance on us. This is demonic what's going on. And it's done by Disney Corporation. I don't usually participate in boycotts, but I will never, as long as Disney, if Disney doesn't fire these individuals, if they don't make a pledge to restore what their what their brand has been about and to stop preying on families stop preying on children forcing transgenderism forcing this gender dysphoria on them forcing the lbgtqia on them i will never buy another disney product i will never spend another day at a park won't spend another dime and by the way they at the same time they're doing this they're it's like you know ten thousand dollars a day to take a family to disney i gotta take a break calm down i'm gonna cool down and when i come back we're gonna be talking to congressman andy biggs and we're gonna be talking about that hunter biden laptop and there's an explosive piece of evidence that the FBI and the DOJ cannot deny it might be getting ugly for Hunter Biden. Stay tuned. Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut. The Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Coming up after uh, the next break, we've got my man Dave Elhoff is going to be here because almost by unanimous vote, the House passed a bill called Secure 2.0 that has to do with retirements. And it might be good news for y'all out there. So hoping to bring y'all some good news regarding the economy. But we're still going to talk about the inflation with him coming up. But joining me now is my favorite congressman. We tell him him that every time he's on this show. It is Andy Biggs out of Arizona. Hello, Congressman. Thank you for being back with us. Andrea, it's always good to be with you. Always good. Well, I talked about you. I don't know if your ears were burning last night, as we say in the South where I'm from, but I was talking about you last night because you signed on to co-sponsor <laughs> Matt Gaetz's, um, what did he call it? The Spooks Who Cried Wolf Resolution. Tell everybody about it. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people may not be aware that that prior to the election, there were, uh, I think, 51 former spies and intelligence officials who came out and basically said there's no there was no Russian hoax. There's no uh, Hunter Biden laptop. They, they basically poo pooed everything mm-hmm. that we knew to be true. And, um, and so so we think they shouldn't have top security clearance anymore. Their clearance should be gone. I actually think, lied. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, and, and I think that, you know, they, they should be gone because they, they actually probably affected in some degree the outcome of the election, but they should also be investigated for uh, criminal activity uh, as well. 
Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. That was going to be my follow-up question because I think when you use your official capacity to propagate a lie to the American people, knowing that it was for the purpose of affecting the outcome of an election and colluding with the media to do so, because this was Clapper, Brennan, all of them going on CNN, continuing to push out the lie of Russian collusion with Adam Schiff. To me, that that should be criminal behavior, and certainly none of them should have any access uh, to, you know, in any, you know, intelligence information. Um, Suddenly, though, today, I think WAPO came out on the heels of the New York Times and, quote, authenticated the laptop. CNN actually did a, did a report in which one of the hosts was saying that, quote, it's clear that Hunter Biden used the Biden name to enrich himself. And so everybody, all the conservatives are going, oh, my gosh, uh, the, you know, this just, this means that um, the Democrats are ready to push Biden out because the poll numbers are terrible. He's almost got us into, into World War Three with his three gaffes. I don't necessarily see it that way, Congressman Biggs. I, I see it as though what they're doing is they're trying to get out and get go ahead and get the story out there well in advance of the midterms, try to lay the foundation that Hunter Biden acted alone and this didn't involve Joe Biden. And that's why we've got to continue to put our our pedal to the metal and we've got to demand accountability. What can the Republican Party do going forward now that Matt Gates was a hero and got that laptop entered into, into the congressional record yesterday? Well, so the next step is we, we've got to start uh, bringing out the actual uh, uh, documents that are on that laptop. So, so Matt has those, and and we need to start bringing those out bit by bit, um, and and reminding people of what's going on. Because I think you're right. I think they're trying twofold. I think they're. I think this is a trial run, right? So they they're try, They want to. They want to inoculate. So they want to do this very early, and see if they can get it out of the way so people forget about it. Um, so we have to keep up the pressure nonstop. Mm-hmm. So I uh, so be looking for what I like to call an off-campus uh, committee hearing. So uh, I was talking with some of my colleagues today about this on this issue and several other issues because we're going to have several coming up, and one of them ought to be um, this Hunter Biden issue. Uh, to, and the reason is is you have to keep dripping it out the way they drip it out. Mm-hmm. The left always uh, elongates their narrative if it's working. And we have to remind people, so we're going to have to elongate this through the election cycle. Because if it is bad enough, and it does add to the uh, the fire uh, that's brewing under the uh, the uh, pot of water that the the uh, Democrats are in, then they, they actually might jettison Biden and Kamala before uh, the 2024. They'll probably have to try to get somebody to do it. Well, you know, the um, Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson started the drip process. They have a piece of evidence that is an official mm-hmm. bank document that shows uh, that Grassley displayed. Uh, this is I can't remember where I got this article from here. Uh, I think it was um, Washington Times. That um, he displayed a portion of an August 27 receipt for a $100,000 payment from CEFC, which is the Chinese energy company, um, to Wells Fargo Clearing Services. The notation near the bottom of the page read further credit to Owasco PC, which is one of Hunter Biden's companies. And as Grassley pointed out, there was no middleman here. This was uh, was $100,000 that went straight from an arm of the commun- uh, communist Chinese government directly to Hunter Biden. That's exactly right. And and so, so uh, Senator Grassley and Senator Johnson have that. 
They've got more evidence between Matt's evidence and 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 it will come out strategically and hopefully consistently. But don't forget, Andrea, it, it wasn't just with China. You've got you've got Hunter Biden and his and his uh, dealings with Ukraine mm-hmm. and 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 uh, Joe Biden as vice president. Um, basically extorting Ukraine. Then you have Hunter Biden and his relationship with a billionaire, an oligarch's wife, who's uh, she's, she's the uh, the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Mm-hmm. And there were significant amounts of money coming into there. There is so much there. And and they are trying, I think they want to see if they can insulate Joe, uh, Joe Biden from this. I don't think they can uh, because uh, I mean, the first thing is the the uh, email that you have, uh, where you actually specifically mention not you and me, but where uh, specifically Hunter saying we need ten percent for the big guy, mm-hmm. who uh, Tony Bobulinski has identified as Joe Biden. So where is Tony Bobulinski? I mean, here's a guy who came out, risked everything, and basically said this is this is what we were doing. And this is how we were doing mm-hmm. it. And Hunter Biden and Joe Biden involved. And uh, uh, and so Matt's questions yesterday were, were very prescient because they, have, they deal with this, this question. What have you done, FBI, to determine whether Joe Biden is hopelessly compromised? That's the real question. And uh, the FBI would not answer it yesterday. Well, no, because they they were like they're just like Nadler, right? Nadler, whatever you want to call him. It's like this this hunter laptop. That's a hot potato for them. They don't want to touch it, right? So you know, I thought right. it was a brilliant move the way Gates introduced it, and he had already gotten I think gone to majority staffers or whatever and gotten the approval to introduce it. We've got to make sure that this does not go away. There are emails on that laptop that show that Joe Biden was lying when he said he had no conversations with his son, that he was at meetings with all these officials. The the Ukrainian whistleblower impeachment was a cover-up. They pulled the trigger on that because Trump was getting close to the truth about what went on with Ukraine, who coincidentally is, you know, involved in in a war with Russia, with the Biden administration trying to push us into that war. And a lot of this involves energy. What was that $100,000 to Hunter Biden for? It had to do with energy with China. What was the Ukraine Burisma situation going on? Energy, right? I mean, so much of this is all tied together. And the American people need to know the truth and we need to have nobody with the last name of Biden anywhere any any position of, of power I, we don't even have time to get into you know brother Frank and his dealings in corruption and involving the energy mm-hmm. sector um, I got to shift gears to the real border quickly that we should be focused on and that's the southern border of the United States and something involving title 42 tell everybody what title 42 is and what it means for us if that is removed Title 42 gives the Border Patrol the authority to immediately um, uh, prevent someone from coming into our country illegally. Right? Um, mm-hmm. You think they already have it. If, if there's a, a, a health uh, or, or pandemic and epidemic or any kind of health scenario that's been declared by CDC. Well, here's the way to think of it. Last, uh, in the first two weeks of, of March, 100,000 people come into the country illegally that we apprehend. We send 50,000 of them back immediately under Title 42. The other 50,000 come into the country under Title 8, and they get dispersed throughout the country. If this goes forward, because we're anticipating 200,000 plus every month here on out, if, the, if, if they really do remove Title 42, which they say they're going to do in May, that means they're not gonna, we're not going to be sending out half of those people 
virtually everybody who comes to our border illegally that we apprehend is going to be released into the country. Now, what does that mean? It means now you have an even bigger draw to come into the country because once they're released into the country, uh, uh, Alejandro Mallorca said, we're not going to concentrate on rounding up. We're not going to concentrate on deporting. We're not going to concentrate on making sure that people get to their court uh, dates so they have their hearing so we can deport them after that. We're just not going to look for them. So now you have a massive draw and de facto amnesty mm-hmm. to virtually anybody who comes into the country. It's going to be um, a deluge. And I think and and it, it's a three pronged. Well, I don't necessarily even say. Well, yeah, three prong. I mean, what the southern border, this was intentional. I get frustrated when conservatives say he's he's failing to secure the border. No, they intentionally opened it up. They're right. They're in violation of a court order to, you know, uh, reinstate remain in Mexico. Now they want to get rid of Title 42. I believe that the intentional chaos in, the, in how Afghanistan withdrawal was handled was to create a situation where they could bring 150,000 Afghanis here unvetted to, again, expand the dependency class. I think one of the sideline benefits for the Biden administration to encourage Putin and, and pave the way for Putin to invade Ukraine was to have what we have going on right now in San Diego with all these Ukrainian immigrants coming across the border and everybody here in San Diego laying down to, to welcome them. When Todd uh, Benzman from Center of Immigration Studies says there's 27 European countries right now that will take them in. They don't need to come to the United States. And how are they getting here? How are they getting on planes yeah. and being able to afford to go to Mexico and come in here? This is this is an invasion right. at our southern border. And this and it's getting no attention. I think you and maybe a couple other uh, Congress people are talking about it. Wrap us up, Congressman Biggs. What do you what do you want to what do you want the, the people of America to know and do? We uh, it's just so big. So here's some things. They got to they got to let their uh, congressmen and their senators know not to confirm uh, uh, Brown Jackson. That can't happen. Second thing, I'm going to be out with a group that I'm bringing out on the border. We're going to start in San Diego in a couple of weeks and we're going to move across going west. Um, Andrew, you and I need to talk then. Yes. Um, and so, so you can't give it up. The third thing is you're 100 percent right. It is an Article four, Section four invasion. States have the authority under the Constitution to act to stop an invasion. And this is an active invasion that's happening. Um, And the fourth thing is these Ukrainians who are coming into the country that we're going to welcome in as refugees, they're not being vetted just like we didn't vet the Afghanis. And and don't forget that it was just a couple of years ago that that the Ukraine, uh, Ukraine was considered one of the most corrupt nations on the face of the planet. I'm not saying that justifies anything Putin's doing. I condemn it. But you have to understand what's happening uh, as far as, as, as some of the folks that are going to be coming in. Some are going to be legitimate uh, people that are in need. But Europe can handle those. Europe can handle those. Yes. Congressman Biggs, do, we need to talk before you come to town because I want to see you at the border. And I'm willing to do my show from there and bring shed some light on this because we, we need to put a spotlight on it. Thank you for all you do for our freedoms. Thank you for co-sponsoring that Spooks Who Cried Wolf resolution. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best things ever. Thank you for being here tonight. Take good care. You bet. Take care. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because coming up, we got the financial thought doctor and we might have a piece of good news for y'all for a change when it comes to economics. And y'all give us a buzz. 888-344-1170. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. During the break, I was asking my man Skins if he was excited. A lot of people talking about the trailer for the movie Top Gun, filmed here in San Diego, just like the original. We're big, you know, military town here in San Diego. We love our military here. I thought it looked really good, even though, disclaimer, I got family that worked on the movie. I thought it looked really fun and happening. I'll tell you what, and this isn't across the board, Andrea, but normally when you have such an amazing movie as the original Top Gun, I get very skeptical skeptical headed in is it going to live up to the name of the original movie well but you know it, there are some people that don't necessarily think it was the greatest uh you know quality of a movie you know g- cinema ever made you know so you're the one i mean let, let's admit there was some cheese going on in the i original. like cheese yeah <laughs> well speaking of navy pilots we'll see what my man elhoff has to say about that and more unless he's unless he's he's already put his phone down and he's taken a, a chicken out of the oven el dave elhoff financial thought thought doctor are you there <laughs> AK, you're something else. Uh huh. I know I am. Now, listen, you may be the only one that can afford to cook a lamb these days. Here's the latest from Bloomberg. Inflation will mean the average U.S. household has to spend an extra $5,200 this year compared to last year. That's $433 a month, Elhoff. I would think that if they got by with just $433, they should be happy. Yeah. It's probably higher than that if you really factor in all the factors. Yeah. That's why I reached out to you today when I saw that this bill had been passed by Congress, almost unanimous. I think there was only five in in the House that didn't vote for this. It's called the Secure 2.0. It's It has to do with 401ks and, and IRAs, and it's got five elements to it. And um, the, my first thing is, I, I, you know, I don't like government getting involved in, in our pocketbooks. The first thing that put me off is that employees will, will be forced to automatically be enrolled in the 401k. But you tell me what you think about it. Well, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, Andrea, because if you look at that article in the Wall Street Journal on it, look at several chapters in, while the law, if enacted, would help people who can afford to leave their money untouched, it could expose them to higher tax bills in future years when required distributions kick in. They would be withdrawing more money annually over a smaller period of time which means increased taxes. The increase in the age for required withdrawals sounds better than it is. This is by Ed Slot. About 80% of people subject to mandatory retirement account distributions withdraw more than the required minimum because they need the money, said Mr. Slot. So how do you think the government's going to pay for this? Here's how, Andrea. Any of the increases that are going to go in that allow older people to contribute more are going to be before tax. I mean, after tax. Oh, after tax. Yes. So that means the government's going to get it now, and then they're going to wait. And it doesn't matter to them at that point in time, because when they eventually take it out, it's going to be tax-free. 
Now, what well, first of all, let's for, let me back up because I think we we didn't really tell people what we were referring to. What they're saying is is it's called a catch up. If you're 62 or, or, or whatever, and you want to be able to put more in to save for retirement in your last few few years of working, you're going to be able to to put in uh, increase the maximum amount you could put in from 6,500 to 10,000 per year. But what you're saying is it's not going to be before tax. It's going to be after. So right now, where we've got inflation and people are struggling to pay the bills, they've got to go to pull it from their after-tax money, which is a stretch. Um, and, right? Isn't that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. The other thing that you got to understand, when a person's in their 60s saving for retirement, they have lost the benefit of compound interest. If you look at a compound interest curve over a 30-year period of time, you'll see the first 10 years, not so much. 20 years starts to happen, but the real compound interest effect takes place from 20 to 30. I mean, folks, look at a compound interest curve over 30 years. You don't get much benefit. Those people that are waiting till 60 to up their retirement benefits They've already lost. It's too late. So this doesn't really help them. Um, now you can you can increase the RMD age it is increased to, to seventy five. That's the retirement minimum, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so it, it's not really helping people. Then, I, what do you think about what? I didn't like the fact that it's automatic enrollment is mandatory for new employees. Well. <laughs> You know, I tell you, when the 401k plan came into effect, why did it come into effect? Because companies couldn't afford defined benefit plans. Defined benefit plans are plans that that's what the bulk of people that are retired today, older than 70, had defined benefit plans. Well, that was like, you know, my old boyfriend's dad worked at the phone company for 40 years, and when he retired, he got a pension, right? That's what we're talking about. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, nobody exactly. has that anymore. Nobody has that anymore. Yeah. Um, so at, at this point, I thought this was going to be some good news <laughs> for, my, for my listeners tonight. Um, evidently, it's you got to read the fine print. And then I saw that one of the things that Congress is thinking about um, on top of this is the, to be able to go in and uh, control the amount of money that CEOs are being paid. That's full on communism. That's absolute communism. I've been telling people for years, they tell me, oh, it's not communism if, if the government doesn't own the, 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 the pink slip. Well, they can own the means of con- you know, production through regulations, right? It's the same thing. Exactly right. And the other thing is, Andrea, is that this is, again, more government control of our lives. You know what's interesting? Why do we still have defined benefit plans for every member of the government and Uh, Congress? Yeah. And they're passing this and trying to say, this is a good deal for you folks. Well, tell me something. Who's at risk for the dollars that are put into the 401k. The individual is. There are no guarantees. Past performance does not have guaranteed future results. And so when you go into a 401k plan, 
you got to sit down and pick your choices on what to save. I had a client recently, which is a very good client. And I'll tell you something. Retirement savings are supposed to be safe. He did a very safe and he and his wife were very conservative and they saved up a ton of money with very low performance, but you know, it probably would have been worth a lot more if they had put some of it at risk. But the fact is your savings rate is more important than the return, the savings return on your investment. All right. Say that again. Your savings rate, the more you save, the better off you are, as opposed to trying to find a high risk investment to give you the highest return. Well, I'm a little, I, I, I'm a little disappointed because I thought that I was bringing a great news segment to the people today, but I'm glad I had you on because this is your job is to read the fine print and to be able to, you know, share with people what they need to know and expertise because you're not going to get the truth th- through the media and you got to dig and they're just, the, you know, and it's bipartisan support. Pretty much everybody signed on for this. So you're thinking it's yep. a good thing, but, um, Look, um, you know, Elhoff is here for you if you want to, to, you know, there's only so much we can do in these segments. So, Elhoff, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and you can take a look at their plans and, and at, at whatever age you are. And he can give you advice on what you should be doing with your 401k savings, other assets. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Yeah, uh, 619-548-0965. There is good news, folks. There are strategies that you can employ to take advantage of these situations. Strategies, not products. So 619-548-0965, it's worth a 15-minute conversation to go over yes. what you're doing now because what you're doing now very, malway, very well may fall towards the government and the financial institutions that make the rules for their benefit not yours. Yeah. And I know that coming down the road, they plan to seize control of the 401ks, um, ultimately anyway. And that's one reason why they're, I, I believe they're wanting to centralize now that I think about it, centralize money in these accounts, because that's an easy way for them to, um, to seize control of money. Exactly. So. Pelosi 20 years ago said there's $10 trillion in qualified plans. We need to get our money, our uh, hands on that money. Yep. There used to be back in the nineties a a uh, excise tax on too much accumulation in a pension plan, four hundred one k IRA. It was a fifteen percent excise tax, and some of these old goats in Congress remember that. Yeah, and they want they want to bring that back. All right, Elhoff, yeah. thank you for being here, my dear. Appreciate you. All right, thank you. All right, now stay tuned. What state, coming up, what state passed, Skins may like this, actually passed a legislation um, that curbs shot mandates? We're going to share with you that. And what Republican says she's going to vote for Kentaji Brown-Jackson? Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Hey, Andrea, Don Jam. Andrea, when you, ask, when you have Bob Walter on tomorrow night, would you please ask him about the Clover Park School District uh, near Tacoma, Washington, that has just adopted a policy to um, use different forms of punishment 
for black kids as, uh, versus white kids. Apparently, they believe that the black children are not taught social graces. Therefore, they should be given leeway. And they're also saying, apparently, that the black culture uh, steals. They're criminals. And so they shouldn't be punished for stealing or for being a criminal. Bob, I'm sure, knows much more about it. Could give us a much better explanation. Thank you. Bye. Well, thank you, caller. Um, Bob Bob Walter's segments are Friday, so I'm definitely going to ask him about that. Um, and that call came in on our comment line, by the way. Available to you 24 hours a day. Give us a call. Tell us any suggestions, topic ideas, thoughts that you have. 844-814-5227. And it's interesting that that caller was talking about how they're wanting excuses for children and discipline because of actions. And that's kind of a lot of what we're hearing about this Will Smith thing, right? By so many people trying to justify it. And that's why I continue to talk about it. a lot of people like, well, who cares? It's an actor. It, it matters because this is so uh, much a part of what our culture and, and I agree with the NAACP who said that if, if this is allowed to be normalized as a behavior, that somebody doesn't like something that somebody said, so they get to walk up on stage and smack them, then, then the repercussions of that will be felt for years to come. And let me tell you, you, you know, you will be somebody that says that you disagree, that you think ju- that somebody who whacks off their dinky and calls themselves Sally instead of C- Steve now is that's not a woman. They're going to feel free to come up and punch you in the face because their kid's transgender. I mean, that's where we're going with this. The Academy has come out now and said doing some damage control, which, by the way, should prove to everybody who thought that this was a fake story, that it's real because the Academy is coming out uh, each each day, day they make a statement. They're coming down increasingly given the public outcry for this and the fact that the story's not going away, they've come out and said that they are, um, that there will be consequences they've had that, that include the possibilities of suspension, expulsion, and other sanctions. Uh, they're saying that they asked him, they're revealing now that they asked him to leave and he refused and that they handled things, it, it, they could have handled things better. Yeah, think about that for a minute. He refused to leave. Then at that point, he needed to be ushered out because at that moment, they made a choice that put Chris Rock's life in danger. The, the, think about this as an employee. Some, some, some fellow person in your workplace comes up and, and cold cocks you and, and assaults you and your employer doesn't make them leave. If I was Chris Rock, man, I would immediately be filing a lawsuit against the Academy of, of Arts and Sciences for that. There must be repercussions for this. We cannot allow this to happen. And there's nothing about his childhood or black culture that justifies it. So um, we'll see what the Academy does. Um, other celebrities like Wanda Sykes, who was one of the co-hosts, um, has, has spoken out and said she was sickened by it. And she was particularly sickened by the fact that the Academy let him stay. Let me tell you who else I'm sickened by who was allowed to stay is Jada Pinkett. She should have been told to get her butt up and leave too. Because she was a part of it. And she didn't have the class, the character, the integrity to get up and leave. Speaking of class and integrity, our girl Susan Collins has weighed in and she's announced that she's going to be voting for Katanji Brown Jackson saying, and I quote, that Jackson possesses the experience, qualifications and integrity to serve as an associate justice of the Supreme Court. I guess when you're lacking any integrity as a conservative, you might view a woman who apologized to a child predator and gave reduced sentence is below the minimum to child predators as somebody with integrity. 
Hopefully she's the only Republican that's going to vote for Katanji Brown Jackson. All right. Thanks to, to my uh, guests tonight, El Hoff and Andy Biggs. And we'll see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Peace out.